0: We're talking about blended families. Some people call them step-families. Some people call them reconstituted families. Um, lots, of, lots of terms for this. But really, blended families, the, the U.S. Census Bureau says that any blended family is a household that has a step-parent, a step-sibling, or half siblings. Okay? So that's what a blended family is. Um, So I remember the first time I encountered a classmate who was in a blended family. If you can remember back to way back, I was in fifth grade, which would have been 1981. So now you know how old I am. Um, And my friend Her mom was divorced and then she remarried and the man that she married was divorced and he had a son and so their family consisted of this blended, her mom bringing some kids and then the stepdad bringing some kids. And I just remember thinking, wow, I've never seen a blended family before. Well, guess what? I didn't even realize it, but my own family had blended families. So my dad, um, his dad, so my grandfather, had two wives, which in the Hmong culture was okay. He had two wives at the same time, which meant that my dad's brothers, some of them were his half-brothers, and some of them were his full-brothers. I grew up with the uncles, and I didn't even know that they were half-siblings of my dad. On my mom's side, my grandma was married to um, her first husband. They had some kids, and then he passed away, and then the younger brother married her. And the younger brother actually turned out to be my grandfather, because then my mom and some of her siblings were born after that. So, Both my mom and dad came from blended families, and I didn't even know about it until I was an adult, and I was doing my family history. Because in the Hmong culture, we don't even talk about those things. You just call everybody family. So again, some of my cousins I didn't even know were actually, like, half cousins. So blended families have been around a long time. But kind of like me in fifth grade in 1981, right around that time, in our country, in the US, blended families appeared to be popping up everywhere. And before that, there didn't seem to be as many of them. But in the 80s and 90s, with the rise in divorce, um, remarriages, first and second and third marriages, there began to be more and more blended families. But the reality is that blended families have always been around. In fact, if we look at the Bible, we can go all the way back to Genesis. In fact, in Genesis 4, we find the first blended family. And this family is actually the great, great, great-grandson of Cain who was the first human that was ever born from Adam and Eve. And so um, this great-great-great-grandson of Cain's, his name was Lamech, and he had two wives, and each of them had children, so when, and they all lived together, so that was a blended family. And if you think about it, some of the major people, characters in the Bible, like Abraham, he had a wife who couldn't get pregnant, and then he, she gave him um, her servant to be his wife, and they had a son, and then later on Sarah, his wife, had a baby. So that was a blended family. Um, and we see that Jacob had a blended family. Uh, Gideon, if you read his story... Was, had a blended family, King David, King Solomon, and many, many more. But here's something that you might not have thought of before. Even Jesus grew up in a blended family because Joseph wasn't his real dad. The Bible tells us that God was his real dad, and Joseph was his stepdad, who raised him. So in case you think blended families are this weird thing that people don't really know about or talk about, it's all there in the Bible. And in fact, I'm going to give you some um, statistics on the number of blended families so you get an idea of what's going on here. Blended families have become common now. Blended families are common. So various research and demographic information that we've looked at about the families in the United States shows that blended families are one of the main family types, one of the main family structures. Of all the children in the U.S., 16% of them live in blended families. For Asian-Americans, that's less, it's at seven percent. Forty-two percent of adults have a step relationship, so that's either a step-parent, a step or a half-sibling, or a step-child. So that's for the adults. And then when we look at married couples, 40% of married couples who have children are in a blended family. And for couples who are not legally married but are living together or cohabiting, 87% of those couples with children are blended family couples, which tells us that there are a lot of blended families. And in fact, Right now, one in three marriages, or 33% of new marriages, form a step family, which means that in a third of new marriages, one or both parents is bringing a child from a previous relationship into that marriage. And because the number of blended families has increased dramatically researchers are really interested in how are these families doing. So there's a lot of research out there on it, but by and large most researchers would say that blended families are under a lot of stress. They're under a lot of stress and here are some of the things that the research is indicating. So on average a couple in a step family have three times the amount of stress as compared to couples who are in their first marriage. And specifically, um, during the first two years, the blended family is at its highest stress. If the families can survive those first two years, usually by the fifth year, they become almost as stable, and in some cases, even more stable than an intact first marriage family. The sad thing is that the majority of blended families don't last that long. So within those first two years, because it's so stressful, a lot of the marriages will end, and then that blended family will no longer be together. In fact, what we find is that anywhere from 45 to 60 percent of the marriages involving children from a previous relationship eventually end up in divorce. And that percentage, the 45 to 60 percent, is twice the number of overall divorces which tells us that blended families are under a tremendous amount of stress. So although blended families can come together for any number of reasons, so sometimes it's that one of the spouses has passed away, so the, the surviving spouse has children and then he or she remarries. Um, however, In 90% of step-families or blended families, 90% um, it's because one or both partners was previously divorced, which tells us that blended families often start off with children who are coming from um, family situations where their parents had divorced. And I want to share a little bit with you some of the research on how children are affected by a parent's divorce and then how they're affected by a parent's remarriage. So let's talk first a little bit about the, the, how children fare when parents divorce. Um, part, part of what we see is that children go through so many transitions when, a, when the parents divorce, whether it's you know, through the custodies and switching from home to home, um, or whether it's that the one parent no longer has the financial resources they used to, that children suffer just from the material economics of being in a single parent home Or children suffer um, when the parents can't get along and co-parent. So some of the most um, telling things that kids live with are when the the two parents who are no longer together cannot agree on how to raise that child. Um, What we also find, though, is that children also struggle when one of the parents or both of them remarries because that just adds another transition that the child has to adjust to. Because the family structure which includes like who's in the family, what are the rules of this new family, how do I behave in this new family, uh, because of all those changes There is increased stress for the whole family and for the child. And there's also increased distress. So stress is when the child has things to deal with. Distress is when emotionally the child doesn't know what to do with all that stress. And another thing that we see is that these changes in the family structures, whether through the divorce and the remarriage, and particularly if there's a remarriage and then another divorce that the children experience um, decreased attention from their, their parent, their biological parent. So you can imagine if the parent is going through all these changes in relationships that he or she doesn't have as much quality time or quality attention to give to the child. And that's what the research is showing, that, that children are suffering from this decreased attention. So why am I telling you all this? I, As an instructor, as a professor, I teach marriage and family therapists to be aware of this, because many of their clients that come to see them will be in these blended families but I'm bringing it to you as a church because I want you to be aware of the families around us. And so earlier I noted that in the Asian American community the divorce rate seems to be lower and so the blended family rates are lower in Asian American communities. But we know that it's also on the rise. And so we want to be aware, and we want to be sensitive to the blended families around us. God's design is for children to grow up with parents and adults who love them, nurture them, provide for them, um, encourage and support them to grow physically, emotionally, and spiritually And the context that has the highest chance of providing that for the child is in a family where both biological parents are there for the child. However, that does not mean that if the parents are no longer living together that the child has to be doomed. But what we find is that When a marriage, a first marriage ends, especially in that 90% of the cases where it's due to divorce, what we find is that both the parents and the children are left with a lot of confusion, pain, and a lot of fears. And the research points to this state of woundedness and brokenness. And so there's some statistic on children whose biological parents have divorced. And this is what, by and large, we know about these children as they grow up and as they become adults. Children whose biological parents have divorced often report decreased trust in people and decreased ability or likelihood of wanting to get into a committed relationship. They often hold negative views of marriage, and they have increased fear of commitment. They also often hold tolerant and accepting views of divorce. And when they do get married, they are roughly twice as likely to have their marriage end in divorce when compared to their, their peers who come from intact or uh, two biological parent homes, now if if they and their partner both come from divorced homes, those couples have a over three times more likely chance of ending their relationship in divorce. So they're seems to be something that happens to children when they see their biological parents no longer together. And the picture looks pretty gloom, but I believe, and the research shows, that blended families actually have this ability to reverse all of that. So blended families can either reinforce what these children grew up fearing, that marriages don't last, and that two adults can't get along, or blended families can be the very thing that helps change the views of these children and these adults so that they can now believe in marriage and they can believe that they have the ability to form a loving and lasting relationship. So there are two really important reasons why I believe that blended families can be the place to bring hope and healing for these, for the uh, parents as well as for the children. First, hope for blended families is this, that God is in the business of healing wounded hearts. I want to say that again. God is in the business of healing wounded hearts. All through the Bible, we find people who are broken. And when they cry out to God, he answers them. In fact, there's a couple verses where he actually talks about people who have broken hearts. So we're going to look first at Psalm 34, verse 17 through 19. Psalm 34, 17 through 19 says this. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And if there was a group of people that, again, the research is showing is under a lot of stress and feel crushed, and are crying out for help, it would be blended families and and children or adults from broken homes. Another another verse that we read is Psalm 147, verse 3, where the psalmist says, He, talking about God, heals the brokenhearted, And he binds up their wounds. And I love that picture that you don't need to feel like if you grew up in a divorced home or uh, that you ended up in a divorce or you're a single parent because of a separation or a death of a spouse. You don't have to feel like that's the end of it for you and for your children because God heals the brokenhearted, and he binds up the wound, binds up their wounds. So any pain and wounds that you have, God is not only able, but he wants to heal you and bind you up. The second reason why I believe that blended families are a place where God can really work and that there is hope for blended families is that blended families can be redemptive. So this word redemptive is kind of core to our faith. To redeem means to save, to rescue, to, um, to buy back, to repair. So all those words tell us that in blended families, there's this transformative thing that can happen where you can repair or get back something that was lost. So the research by and large shows that children gain from being exposed to remarried adults in a successful intimate relationship. So children who came from um, a home where there was only one parent for whatever reason can relearn if they have a model of a successful, healthy, happy, strong um, parental couple who show and model for them what that is like. So in that way then, remember earlier we were saying that often they fear commitment, and that they they, um, also don't think that they will be able to stay in a committed relationship. But if they have this model in their blended family that it can work, they are more likely to succeed in their own intimate relationships. Another thing that the research shows is that when there's a healthy, happy step-couple relationship or in that blended family, when the biological parent and the step-parent have a healthy, happy, strong relationship, that the children tends to then have a high sense of belonging to the family and they have a lower level of depression than children in in a blended family where the couple or the parents are not getting along. So that tells us that there is hope. Um, and by the way, I didn't put it up in the slide, but there's another research that shows that, um, that demonstrated that if particularly a male child has a really strong and close relationship with the stepfather or with his biological father but even better if with both of them that he will then report that he expects that he too will have a healthy relationship someday and for those uh, young men who didn't have a good relationship with their father or their stepfather they say that they expect that they're not going to make it in their own relationships. So again, we see that redemptive, repairing, reclaiming um, of intimate relationships in a blended family. So time doesn't allow me to actually unpack for you some of the struggles that blended families have. There's a lot of research on that. And on our Facebook page and our website, we'll post some links to some of the um, information that's out there. Um, but what we do have is a handout from Ron Deal, who is the author of the book that we just gave out. Uh, Ron Deal is um, one of the foremost researchers and therapists out there working from a Christian perspective, and helping churches to develop uh, ministries for blended families. And he works with Family Life, and with them, he he has developed their family life's division of Family Life Blended, so you might have heard about him already from the radio, maybe some of his books as well. But I'd encourage you to pick up the handout that we printed from Ron Deal, and it's called Important Steps for Blended Families. Today we're not going to talk about all those steps, but you can pick that up um, if, you will, if you think that will be helpful, and it's out there in the Connection Center. So the final word on blended families that I want to leave you with and I want you to remember is that even though much of the research says that blended families are really struggling and there's a lot of stress in those families, the final word I believe God has for blended families is that with patience, wisdom, hard work, because it is hard work, and reliance on God, that blended families can not only survive, but they can really thrive and bring life uh, to children and to future generations. So remember this, God is in the business of healing wounded hearts, and blended families can be redemptive. I want to Again, just point you to the, the handout, Important Steps for Blended Families, and you can pick that up. Maybe you have f- friends who might benefit from it. Maybe you might benefit from it. But I want to end by praying together for blended families, for the blended families we have here, the ones in your family, and the ones that we want to minister to. So if you could stand up and we'll pray together. Okay. God, we thank you that you love us. We don't have to be in a particular kind of family. We don't have to be uh, perfect. We don't have to know how to do things perfectly. And sometimes in our lives, things happen. Uh, Sometimes marriages break apart. Sometimes... We lose loved ones. And, Lord, we are encouraged to know that you love us through it all, and you are with us. And most of all, that you can use those really difficult situations and bring good out of it. So, Lord, we want to bless blended families. We know that you have so much still for them and that you will use blended families to restore uh, children's faith in love and marriage and even in you. Lord, we know that you can use blended families to minister to family members and to each other and to give back to their communities and to bless the church. So, Lord, we as a church family want to be sensitive and loving and caring towards the blended families in our congregation, in our families, in our communities. So we ask that you would empower us to love and support and be there for all families and especially for blended families. Give us wisdom, give us understanding, and give us compassion, Lord. So we bless our, all our families in Jesus' name. Amen.